What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Photo Proventure Vlogcast. Today, I want to delve a bit deeper into photographic style, how to see your own and how to develop it. And I'd love to hear from you. What do you struggle with the most when it comes to finding your style in photography? Let me know in the comments on YouTube or send me a DM on Instagram. You can find me at Matt Cornick. Let's get into it. I was inspired to talk about this when editing last episode's coaching session with Patrick. I, I really resonated with his struggle to see his own photographic style, and it's something that I've thought a lot about. Let's start with why it's so hard to see your photographic style. Now, I'd argue that most people struggle to see their own style. I, I know I do. But I don't struggle to see the style of other photographers. And other photographers tell me that they can see mine. Is that something you've experienced? If so, what's the deal? Well, I believe that photographic style is as unique as a fingerprint. There can be similarities for sure, but no two are the same. And the reason for that is because style is directly related to how you see the world. And that worldview is based on your personality and experiences. It's informed by what you like and what you don't like. And the thing is, your worldview is mostly invisible to you. The mental lens through which you see the world is one that's difficult to be aware of. It's something that's always there. It colors what you see and what you pay attention to. So when you look at your photos, it's hard to see a style because you're seeing the subjects and moments that you chose. The compositions and colors and light that struck a chord inside you. The color toning and editing that you picked based on a feeling and your own taste. These things won't seem special or different to you because that's just how you see the world. They can almost seem mundane. But what happens when you look at the work of other photographers? You get an insight, a window into how they view the world, what beauty they see in the world and how they see it. The excitement that's created at that moment is one that comes from the momentary discovery of a new way of looking at something. And you'll call it their style. By looking at other photographers' photos, or doing a workshop, or a course, or even having a photographic mentor, you get a glimpse into their worldview. And if you like what you see, you have an opportunity to bring that into your own work, in your own way. Let's take a step further beyond photography. Are you aware of your blind spots, your quirks, how your views on the world shape your interactions with others? Probably not. Now think about those around you. Do you find it easier to point out their blind spots? Are their quirks obvious to you? Can you point out where it is that their worldview is impacting their relationships? Probably. We humans are not very good at seeing ourselves as we truly are. We lack self-awareness. That's why most humans hate hearing their own voice or seeing themselves on a screen. Consider that even your mental picture of yourself is a lie. It's a backward view of reality because you most often see yourself in a reflection, in a mirror. It's just part of the human condition. 
So if you don't see your style yet, it's okay. It's actually normal. Don't be too hard on yourself. Now that does beg the question, how do you start to see your own style? Well, in one hyphenated word, self-awareness. Now how a human being fully achieves that is beyond the scope of this humble vlogcast, but I can share five ways that I've tried to become more self-aware about my photographic style. Number one, asking others what they see in my work. They'll find it easier to see and describe than I ever will. Number two, noticing what lenses I favor and how wide or narrow that frame is. Number three, looking at what subjects and moments that I'm drawn to during the selection process and which ones I avoid. Number four, analyzing my portfolio to see what trends I see in terms of composition, colors, or light that I love. And number five, paying attention to how I approach toning and the creative choices I make when editing my photos. Basically, I'm just trying to bring awareness to the things that I do unconsciously and I'm searching for patterns. So let's say I'm right and your uniqueness is the source of your personal style. Then how can you develop it further? The good news is that you already have a style because you're a unique, one-of-a-kind individual. We just want to allow it to blossom and fully express itself. If you want to speed that process up, here are seven ideas on how to nurture your style. Number one, look at what you love in the photographers you follow. Try to put what you love into words. They could be emotions, themes, techniques, or really anything that resonates with you. Number two, pay attention to what images you use in your mood boards and what you're drawn to. What patterns can you see in the images that inspire you? Number three, figure out what focal length your favorite images are taken with. Then get a prime lens that makes you stick to it so you can learn how to best use it. And number four, look for trends in your work and consciously decide whether or not you want to continue capturing photos in that way. Number five, play and experiment with your approach to photography. See if your results get you closer or further from taking images that you love. Number six, pay attention to your interactions with others and how you make them feel. Because how you make them feel impacts how they emote. Number seven, become ruthless with your selects and only pick the best images to add to your portfolio. Not all shoots will make the cut. The deeper you delve into your unique perspective, your likes and your dislikes, the more you're likely to stand out. And standing out is how a photographer becomes known for their work. It doesn't necessarily have to be super different from everyone else. It just has to be you. Now, before we get into actions you can take, I'd like to answer a viewer question related to photographic style. If you have a photography-related question, head over to photoproventure.com ask, and I'll answer it in a future episode. This week, our question is from Michael over at the YouTube channel, The Growing Photographer. He asks, style is a dangerous thing though, no? Isn't it better to edit to what the image asks rather than manipulating it to fit your style? First off, what a juicy question, Michael. Thank you so much for asking it. Now, I don't think style is inherently dangerous. In fact, I think that not having a style might be more dangerous in some ways. Here's why. As a consumer, you pick brands that you resonate with, and clients are just like consumers for photographers. 
They're trying to find photographers that will make their target consumer emotionally connect with their brand. And they're more likely to pick a photographer they resonate with than one that doesn't. So if you don't have a distinct style, it'll be harder to stand out and attract the clients that your work is perfect for. That said, there will be always clients who aren't that image savvy. They're likely looking for a service that fulfills a specific need. It may even mean the client's aesthetic might not align with your style. In that case, Michael's right that it might be dangerous to infuse your style too strongly. But in the cases where I take those kinds of jobs, I probably wouldn't include that work in my portfolio because it doesn't represent me and my style. Regarding Michael's follow-up question about editing for what the image asks, I certainly agree that the content and the context of the image will impact my approach to toning. And of course, different clients have different toning or look requirements. I do edit based on the content of an image, but because my approach and preferences are somewhat consistent, I still get a distinguishable style from my editing. I, I don't go quite as far as other photographers who always edit to the same colors, but that's because that's not what I like, at least not right now. But I don't think those photographers are wrong for doing that. I respect that it's what they like and that's their style. When I think a little bit more about Michael's metaphor of what the image asks, I think to myself, who's answering and what is their answer? I think the answer would differ between photographers. A single raw file edited by two photographers will give different results. And then isn't that style? What are your thoughts on this tricky subject? Let me know in the comments on YouTube. Okay, so it's that time where I'll share a few actions for you to consider trying to further develop yourself as a photographer. Number one, go for a photography walk with another photographer, of course, keeping COVID safety in mind, and see what photos each of you create. What subjects are you drawn to? Number two, take one of your photos and ask another photographer to tone and edit it. See how their choices are similar or different to your own. Number three, bring awareness to the decisions you make during the photographic process. Try one or more of the five ways to see your own style. Number four, nurture your style by trying one or more of my seven ideas on how to express your style and see where they take you. And if you're watching on YouTube, I've bookmarked these sections in the table of contents below so that it's easy to find and go back to. If you've enjoyed this episode and found some value in it, I'd love it if you would share it in some way with someone in your life that would benefit from it. And if you are new here, please make sure to hit the subscribe button on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform or both. You can always find other episodes, show notes, transcripts, and other goodies over at photoproventure.com slash So between now and the next time I see you, try one new thing and get closer to the photographer you want to be.